When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To infinity and beyond. Ready, Captain Lightyear? Ready as I'll ever be, Commander Hawthorne. And it's back to the reservation we go. Oh, thank you for your donation. Excuse me for my beauty now, for I shall give you some ancient Native American wisdom here. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch. On Wednesday, August 3rd, we are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. It's a dark night for Batgirl. The superhero movie, which was set to star in the Heights Leslie Grace as Barbara Gordon slash Batgirl, will not be released by Warner Brothers on HBO Max or theatrically. According to the New York Post, test screenings were received so poorly that the studio decided to shelve the nearly completed film. Originally greenlit at $70 million, the budget for Batgirl had reportedly ballooned to nearly $90 million, due in part to COVID delays and related shutdowns. Batgirl wasn't the only film that got the axe on Tuesday, by the way. Warner Brothers also decided to shelve the $40 million animated film Scoob Holiday Haunt. It appears one major franchise is enough for John Boyega. The actor has revealed that he does not have his sights set on joining the Marvel Universe, despite rumors that he secretly filmed a role for the MCU. In an interview with Men's Health magazine, he said, quote, That's not in the vision for me now. I want to do nuanced things. I want to donate my services to original indie films that come with new, fresh ideas, because I know it's real hard to top Iron Man in that universe. The 30-year-old has several cinematic dramas on the horizon, with The Woman King, Breaking, and The Test. Jake Gyllenhaal is officially taking over for the late Patrick Swayze in a Roadhouse remake. Amazon announced the news Tuesday with Mr. and Mrs. Smith and Edge of Tomorrow Helmer Doug Lyman set to direct Gyllenhaal in an updated version of the 1989 action thriller. The new take on the film features Gyllenhaal as a former UFC fighter working as a bouncer at a grimy roadhouse in the Florida Keys, a relocation from the original's Missouri setting, where he soon uncovers mysterious happenings that set him on a wild journey through the tropical locale. Disney fans, beware of hitchhiking actors. Jared Leto and Jamie Lee Curtis have boarded the House of Mouse's Haunted Mansion movie. A source close to the production tells EW that both actors will participate in director Justin Simeon's new movie adaptation of the classic attraction, which operates in various versions at parks in California, Florida, France, and Japan. Leto reportedly plays Hatbox Ghost, who appears throughout the ride, while Curtis portrays Madame Leota, otherwise known as the psychic medium whose head resides in the ride's iconic crystal ball, according to One Take News, which first reported the information. 
Working Girl is getting promoted for the contemporary working woman. EW has confirmed with a source that recording artist and only Murders in the Building star Selena Gomez is in talks to produce a major remake of Melanie Griffith's classic 1988 workplace dramedy. Though the performer will not star in the planned movie, she is eyeing a behind-the-scenes role in bringing the reboot to life, reportedly at only murder streamer Hulu alongside screenwriter Alana Pena. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Peace, love, and destruction? Our number three pick today is surely one you have to see to believe, unless, of course, you were there. It's the series debut of Trainwreck Woodstock 99. What was supposed to be a celebration of music, love, and life 30 years after the original quickly turned into a dangerous, violent, and destructive weekend. Concert goers began to get rowdy as the acts took the stage. Eventually, fires were started, women were harassed, and the grounds of the festival were destroyed. But how did this homage to the quintessential music festival of 1969 end up like this? The new Netflix docuseries aims to explain. Here's a preview. Woodstock 99. It was going to be the biggest party on the planet. But that's not what any of us remember it for. What the hell happened? It really felt like it was flower power and coming together in harmony. I've never seen this many people. It was peace and love and music. That was it. It felt like a crowd that could turn at any time. It was like this unleashing. All this energy. There was no control. The environment was just very male ego. I started seeing large groups of dudes surrounding women. There was a lack of respect. Given the climate of the guys there, I'm not surprised by it. Hey guys, back, give us some room. You're getting scary here. What sort of setup do you have for accountability? How many security guards do you have on site? They were glossing over all of that. Big fat ripoff. They're all about making money off us and we're pissed. But the show was gonna go on. I think we need to see a whole hell of a lot more! When you see it with your own eyes, it's just 10 times more shocking. Once you become part of a herd, you become like animals. Things are just getting out of control. And all of these people were acting like animals. We got fires everywhere, look at this. Kerosene, match, boom. Well, Jewel, Gavin Rossdale, Korn's Jonathan Davis, and Fatboy Slim are among the artists who share their experiences at Woodstock 99. And Woodstock organizer Michael Lang also sits down for the docuseries, which aims to uncover what really happened that fateful weekend. Trainwreck Woodstock 99 is streaming now on Netflix. You know him from Toy Story. Now watch his origin story. 
Our number two pick is the streaming debut of Lightyear. This heartwarming and adventurous tale tells the story of everyone's favorite space ranger, Buzz Lightyear, before he was in Andy's room with Woody, Jesse, and the whole toy gang. Chris Evans voices the titular character, who, along with his trusty cat robot sidekick, Socks, and recruits Izzy, Moe, and Darby, will embark on a journey to save the world from the evil Zerg. Here is the trailer. Buzz Lightyear mission log, Stardate 3901. After a full year of being marooned, our first hyperspeed test flight is a go. Who are you talking to? Uh, no one. You were narrating again. I was not. Just doing the mission log. You do know no one ever listens to those. I know that. Narrating helps me focus. Ready, Captain Lightyear? Ready as I'll ever be, Commander Hawthorne. This is exciting. A new adventure. I'm going to grant you four minutes to be off planet, but then you come right back to us. To infinity. And beyond. You are clear for hyperlaunch. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Buzz, that was utterly terrifying, and I regret having joined you. Buzz Lightyear to Star Command. Come in, Star Command. Why don't they answer? Hey, hey! Shh! The robots! The what? What is happening right now? Alicia? Oh no, that's my grandmother. But, Socks, how long were we gone? Meow, 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 meow. 62 years, 7 months, and 5 days. What? I hope you're ready for action. Because all we needed was a pilot. For what? To destroy the alien ship. I have a plan, and I have a team. Darby can take any three things and make them explode. I do this, and they shave a little time off my sentence. Okay. And what about you? Well, I thought this was going to be like a fun boot camp workout thing. But it is not. Did I get it? Pretty close. I need the... You know what's saying? The harpoons? Buzz! Buzz, right here! The probability of survival with an inexperienced crew is 38.2%. Hmm, seems a bit low. Mission failure imminent in three. Grandma always said she believed in you. Two. One. There was a big squirrely do. I think I need a bed. No, no. Please record your last words. Do not vomit inside the vehicle. Do not vomit inside the vehicle. If you are satisfied with this recording, speak or select uh. one. To infinity. Are you trying to get me to pull your finger? Don't fall for it. No, not like that. <sighs> Sorry, it's a thing your grandma and I used to do. Yeah. With a new animation style and story, this movie is sure to delight Toy Story and Disney fans alike. You can watch Lightyear streaming now on Disney+. It's trivia time! The Toy Story films are, of course, beloved with a passionate fan base that spans generations. Tom Hanks and Tim Allen are at the center of it, voicing Woody and Buzz in the Toy Story films. But producers sought out both new voices and familiar faces to play the characters in Lightyear. So, which of the following actors is the only one to voice a character in both a Toy Story film and Lightyear. Is it Bill Hader, Andy Samberg, or Kiki Palmer? Stick around for that answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Steve Pink, who directed the Hot Tub Time Machine movies, among others, is also at the helm of the movie The Wheel, which is currently available on digital and VOD. It follows a young couple on the precipice of divorce who set out on a vacation in the mountains where they end up creating problems between their newly engaged Airbnb hosts. Talk about drama. Well, when he's not making movies, we wondered, Steve Pink, what you watching? What I'm watching, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, uh, amazing um, movie, you know, beyond all of its, you know, surreal psychedelia at its core, it's an amazing family drama, just a brilliant film. If you haven't seen My Brilliant Friend, I think there's been three seasons already on HBO, so you have time to catch up before um, the season four comes out. Amazing, based on the Elena Ferranti novels. Uh, and then the bear looking forward to seeing the bear. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, everybody's talking about it. Uh, it takes place in Chicago. I'm from Chicago. Um, when I had a theater company, our first theater space was in river North before river North was gentrified. And we all used to eat at Mr. Beef all the time, which I believe, uh, is the restaurant that it's based on because I believe the creator's father owns Mr. Beef. Uh, so when you're back in Chicago, I believe, I mean, Chicago won't be Chicago. if Mr. Beef isn't still there. I'm sure it is. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to seeing the bear and looking forward to getting back to, to Chicago to eat more Italian beef sandwiches. We're heading back to Oklahoma for our number one pick today, the season premiere of Reservation Dogs. The FX dramedy is back, and along with it, the four indigenous teens at the center of the series, Willie Jack, Elora, Bear, and Cheese. Last season, they had high hopes of escaping their Oklahoma reservation and moving to California, but forces bigger than them kept getting in the way. Now, Elora and enemy-turned-friend Jackie decide to make a run for it, but of course, there are obstacles to get over yet again. Here's a preview. Oh, thank you for your donation. Excuse me for my beauty now, for I shall give you some ancient Native American wisdom here. These are ancient sayings from the heartbeat of Mother Earth. He who hoots with the owls at night cannot soar with the eagles in the morning. Things been real messed up around here. I think it's all my fault. So I want to get this straight. You got a white wizard curse, and now you need to break the curse. That bad medicine will come back on you hard. When I look back on what I've done. Are you girls running away? Yeah. Damn, I'm so jealous. I don't even know what I'm doing. They don't even teach you anything. <laughs> they just expect you to know. You think you're the only kid on the res growing up without a dad? You believe that, bro? All kinds of shit's been going down. Are you guys snagging yet? 
I'm 15. What about you? No boyfriend? No. Girlfriend? Can't be tamed. Raider, take pity upon these kids. They did something they ain't proud of. Tell them the effects of it will linger on in their hearts until they deal with the guilt inside. Oh, oh, oh! Creators Taika Waititi and Sterling Harjo have incorporated the real-life experiences of indigenous people into each episode of the show. In fact, this season, Devery Jacobs, who plays Alora, collaborated with Harjo to co-write episode four. The first two episodes of Reservation Dogs season two are streaming now on Hulu. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of the following actors is the only one to voice a character in both a Toy Story film and Lightyear? Bill Hader, Andy Samberg, or Kiki Palmer? That would be Barry himself, Bill Hader. The SNL alum voiced Axel the Carney in Toy Story 4 and the rookie Featheringhamston in Lightyear. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, edited by Lauren Klein, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.